27 rounds of the regular season are done and dusted. 17 teams begun the season and now just eight remain. It's Monday, the 4th of September, and this is Rugby League Today. Welcome to Rugby League Today. My name is Ryan Selvage. Now, this is a podcast by Supercoach365. I know you're probably wondering, what is Rugby League Today? Well, for the course of the 2023 NRL Final Series, Rugby League Today will be a daily podcast dropping at 7am each day, and it's your one-stop shop for all things happening around the NRL and the NRLW leading into the competition's respective grand finals. So kicking things off on this Monday morning, the teams, the captains, they will come together in the city this morning for the annual captain's call. Of course, the eight teams remaining, we will get to those very, very soon. But before we do, let's recap the round 27 results from the NRL. It all kicked off on Thursday night with the Brisbane Broncos up against the Melbourne Storm and the Storm proving too good in the end. Both of the teams without a whole heap of stars and coincidentally the two sides will meet again in this the first week of the finals. Uh, How good to see Ryan Pappenhausen back in full flight and so too the debut of Sua Fa'alongo. It presents a little bit of a headache for Craig Bellamy and the Melbourne Storm throughout the final series and what that looks like they might not even know yet so they will have to juggle that in the weeks to come and Ryan Pappenhausen and uh, just great to see him back in full flight. Scored a try and played uh, an integral role in uh, Alonga's try as well. That was Thursday night. On Friday, the Sea Eagles, they trounced the West Tigers 54 points to 12. And this game doubled as uh, the 200th match for Jake Trevojevic. Now, they won't be playing finals footy manly, but they did enough uh, in this win to ensure that the West Tigers, the struggling merger club, uh, they have been condemned to the second successive win. And spoon. It was a bit of a party mood out there at Brookie Oval or Four Pines Park as it is now. As we say, uh, Jake Trevojevic in his 200th game. It was a great moment when he scored that try. Let's have a listen to it now and uh, some of Jake's reaction after it all. Parker to Arthur. Now champion Tung just dumping it back inside with Sipley offload. Gordon's got it again. Arthur's had a lot of touches. Cherry Evans! Daily Cherry Evans! Great stuff! Another try! Yeah, it was a nice, you know, a nice way to finish off hoops. Um, obviously, the last couple of weeks put in pretty good performances, and that was a good one at home. Yeah. What about the try? Talk us through it. I haven't got one all year, so I was just, I was running through, hoping to get it, and then I seen Chess was to give it to me, and he did, thank God. So got off the nudie, thank God. <laughs> thanks to Chess. Oh, what a good man. Yeah, that audio there. Thanks to Fox League. Now, also on Friday, the Sydney Roosters proved far too good in the end for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, 26 points to 12, and the Roosters with this win booking their play in the top eight. Inspired late by Sam Walker who sealed the deal. I know Billy Smith scored a try in the 69th minute which probably uh, marked the result and Sam Walker's try later. Uh, it was just a little bit of icing on top and uh, Trent Robinson was quick to pay tribute to his spine and not least Sam Walker who's come back into the fold given the Roosters a little bit more direction and has the team playing some confident footy heading into the finals. Yeah, I mean that was, I mean they were the key you know there was lots of guys that played really well in different positions um, but Brandon really opened up the first half. He ran a lot. You know, the, the guys created some ruck speed. He he took that on. 
um, and then uh, Sammy and Kez were, were looking in that period of time. Um, found a couple of opportunities. Obviously, Sam on the on the uh, the long pass, um, and then you know Teddy just he was busy right from all the kicking reception that he had to do the support, and then to come up with uh, that pretty key try there in that that second half. Uh, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, that's that's what you want out of your spine. But it also to do it in those circumstances was great. Super Saturday kicked off at Suncorp Stadium with the Dolphins hosting the Warriors, and it was an undermanned Warriors outfit indeed. But uh, the Dolphins they will take some confidence out of this heading into the next season. Thirty-four points to ten victors in the end, but it all came down to uh, Jermaine Osako's try in the 39th minute, which really uh, set the Dolphins on their way. That was the fourth consecutive try. And shot them out to a 22 points to nil lead at half time. Uh, Asako, he's been a shining light for the Dolphins the whole season. And with this performance, uh, five from six goals and the try, like we say, he's wrapped up the top point scorers tally and went within a whisker of uh, nabbing Dom Young in terms of top try scorers this year as well. So while it hasn't all been positive for the Dolphins this year, they can take some solace, some comfort now of knowing that they probably performed better than most or many would have expected them to. And uh, a personal accolade there for Jermaine Asako on Saturday afternoon as well. Next on Saturday, we went down to Bluebet Stadium at Penrith, where it was the Panthers hosting the Cowboys, and it was the minor premiership sealed here for the Panthers with a 44 points to 12 victory over the travelling team. Eight tries to two in the end and it all kicked off very, very early. Stephen Crichton crossed in just the fourth minute. Uh, from that point, the Panthers scored five first half tries. It was 26 points to nil at half time. The game was all but done and dusted after 40 minutes and the Cowboys uh, look, a little bit of second half resistance. They crossed for a couple of tries but to that point, it was all the Panthers and uh, Coach Ivan Cleary was very happy with the way that they rounded out the season Season, and it's all eyes now on the Warriors heading into this week. Yeah, great performance by Webby Young and the Warriors. The Warriors, um, yeah, it's fantastic to see. It's great for the game. Uh, but, yeah, we're not going to be friends next week. So, uh, yeah, just blessed that we're in the top four and in the semifinals and part of such a great final series is about to come up. You know, we've worked extremely hard to get here and, uh, yeah, it's a the old saying it's a new competition but um, I think the habits we've formed and the understanding of what works for us um, you know will help us so just recapping the Panthers' efforts over the course of the last four seasons, uh, 18 wins this season, six losses, and the seasons prior, 20 wins, four losses, 21 wins, three losses, and in that truncated season, uh, the COVID-affected year, 18 wins, one loss, and a draw. So to put that into perspective, their last 91 games in the regular season, they've won 77 of those. It is a phenomenal strike rate. Congratulations to everyone out there at the Penrith Panthers, and they look very hard to beat. They do have the Warriors this week who will present a tough task and if anyone knows the Panther system it is the Warriors coach Andrew Webster uh, but in saying that they're going to be very hard to beat Bluebet Stadium it will be packed to the rafters again this week as it is every other week and the Warriors face the daunting task of fronting up to 20,000 out there at the foot of the mountains uh, this weekend. The saving grace, though, for the Warriors, if they can get a win, they will then uh, be afforded a week off and they'll play a preliminary final, most likely at Mount Smart Stadium, perhaps Eden Park. We will wait and see. Um, so that's the incentive. That's the prize for the Warriors. If they do lose, 
they will still get a home final second week, a semi-final um, in week two. So not all bad if they are to lose, but the Warriors, they'll be focusing on getting a win and getting a week off. And you think if they do that, they're every chance of playing in a grand final. It was a case of no Kalen Ponga, no worries for the Newcastle Knights when they met the Dragons at Netstrata Jubilee at Cogra. 32 points to 12 victors, the Newcastle Knights. Now, like the Panthers, they rested a whole heap of stars, uh, be it through injury uh, concerns in the case of Ponga or Jackson Hastings, but then there are a couple of others as well. Um, Dane Gagai springs to mind that didn't play this week that will be fit and firing heading into the finals in week one. Um, But they just seem to do it with relative ease. Six tries to two this one. Lockie Miller was recorded fullback. He had a mixed game, uh, but all in all, the Newcastle Knights, they surge on. They've guaranteed fifth place. They've guaranteed a home final, and they'll get that Sunday afternoon. McDonald Jones Stadium, you think, would be absolutely uh, bursting at the seams uh, when the Knights host the Raiders next Sunday. Rounding us out on Sunday afternoon, the last regular Sunday of the 2023 season, the Titans hosted the Bulldogs up there at Seabus Super Stadium. 34 points to 30. They ran out victors in the end. They never looked comfortable here, the Titans. They shot out to a couple of, you know, 12, 18-point leads at different stages, but the Bulldogs, to their credit, they just didn't go away. Defense was optional here. 64 total points scored. And uh, look, the Titans, they finish in the bottom four this season, which is disappointing, but they've got the, I guess, the makings, the, the foundations are set now with Tendo re-signing, David Fafita pledging his allegiance to the club as well. They're going to get a new coach in the form of Des Hasler next season. He's going to sharpen them up, you think, anything less than finals footy next year, and then mark that down as a disappointment. The Bulldogs, look, they'll be disappointed as well with the way that their season petered out to not much. Uh, Cameron Serraldo, look, he's come across from the Panthers and uh, from a club which has based its game and its principles around defence, it must be so frustrating to not be able to get that out of this crop of talent uh, in the Bulldogs, that is. And uh, They've signed some players next season that will hopefully sharpen up their defensive edge, and they're going to have to because 34 points per game, it's been an all-too-regular occurrence uh, for Cameron Serraldo and his Bulldogs to round out this season. The last match of the round at PointsBet Stadium down there at Cronulla, the Sharks, uh, they sealed their home final hopes with a win over the Raiders here. It was, uh, look, the, the story in the end, I think, will come down to the sending off of Seb Chris, which was uh, justified. I'm not disputing that, but that was really the moment when the game turned. There was about 21 minutes left to go when he was sent off, and at the time, I think it was, I think, 10 points or 12 points to 6. Uh, but all in all, I think the Sharks, they probably deserved the win in the end. Uh, was it a closer affair than what the scoreboard reflects? most probably until that point like I say playing with 12 men for the remainder uh, of that match and from that point I think the Sharks scored three tries so the Raiders they had the chance to seal a home final for themselves but they couldn't do so Uh, conceded five tries in the process so they've got a bit to work on this week before they do head up to McDonald Jones Stadium to take on the Knights where already they've lost this season they've uh, played two games against the Knights this year for two losses so they're going to have to turn that around and pretty quickly if they want to keep their season alive beyond next Sunday. It wasn't all rosy for the Sharks, though. Some concerns with Britton Nickera. Now, he was taken from the field in the second half with what was later uh, judged a Category 2 HIA. So uh, to that merit, he will still have to tick some boxes between now and game day before he is given the green lights to suit up against the Roosters. Connor Tracy, he was also taken from the field with about 10 minutes to play. Uh, Initially, it was thought he'd tweaked a hamstring, but in the post-match presser, uh, Craig Fitzgibbon has confirmed that it is, in fact, a knee injury. So Connor Tracy with a history of knee concerns. Uh, Fingers crossed it's not too bad for Connor. 
Craig Fitzgibbon, he answered a couple of questions on this in his post-match presser. Jamie's knee a little bit there. Uh, we're not certain exactly what that might be. At this stage, they weren't thinking it was anything, um, like it's not his ACL, it's not his medial, um, but it's jammed up. So it's it could be something or it could be nothing. Do you see yourself, if need be, going with Nico at fullback or is he your number seven? I don't know yet, yeah. The Sharks, they do have options. Uh, of course, Matt Moylan, he has played fullback at different stages of his career. Nico Hines actually reverted to fullback uh, once Connor Tracy went off the field. I, I doubt the Sharks would be so willing to move him from seven. That's where he's played the whole season, uh, back to fullback. They do have Daniel Atkinson in their system as well. Will Kennedy, hopefully not too far away from his own hamstring injury, which he suffered against the Panthers in round 22. So let's recap the ladder as it was at the end of 27 rounds and tied on 42 points, but better on for and against. The Panthers uh, won the minor premiership ahead of the Broncos. Then came the Storm and the Warriors, four points back each of two there, tied on 38. Fifth place went to the Newcastle Knights with 35 points. The Sharks and the Roosters finished with 32. So too the Raiders with 32, for and against, sorting those three sides. That sees us with finals fixtures of Brisbane versus Melbourne. That one on Friday. Just the one game on Friday. No Thursday night footy this week. Two games on Saturday. The first of those being the Panthers and Warriors. Then the Sharks and Roosters. And on Sunday, uh, the Knights v. the Raiders. So the two qualifying finals, uh, they get us uh, underway first and second. That being the Broncos and Storm. Then the Panthers and Warriors. And then a couple of elimination finals to round us out in the first week of finals footy. The Sharks and Roosters and the Knights and Raiders at what will be a packed McDonald Jones Stadium next Sunday. And we will talk about these fixtures more in depth as the week rolls on. But a quick look at each of these games, the Broncos and the Storm. Look, this will be billed as Kevy versus Craig Bellamy. Of course, Kevin Walters served. He's a coaching apprenticeship uh, under Bellamy. And I want to say around the 2006, 2007, 2008 era down there at Melbourne, uh, some good news for the Broncos. Pat Carrigan and Adam Reynolds, they were both cited at training on Sunday. They're expected to be named to play despite some lingering injury concerns uh, for the pair of those two, but uh, fingers crossed that they get through unscathed and that they will be uh, lining up in what will be a massive game at Suncorp Stadium. If there's not 50,000 there, I'll be very surprised. For the Melbourne Storm, the lingering question will be, how do they use Ryan Pappenhausen? That could be anyone's guess. Uh, Coach Craig Bellamy, he was keeping his cards close to his chest after that win against the Broncos in round 27. (laughs) We're still not quite sure of the thinking, to be quite honest, but all we want to see tonight was how how much time he got through. Um, You know, and yeah, we end up taking him off, I think, with five minutes to go. So, you know, he, he would have got through 80 minutes if, if we needed And we used him in a few different roles. Obviously, he started the fullback, played in the halves, played in the ruck there for 10 or 15 minutes. And, you know, we're not quite sure how we're going to use him. Um, we're pretty sure that he's going to be in the 17. Um, but how we act, we're actually going to use him, you know, we need to... And part of that will be, you know, worked out through you know, what other players we've got available or players we haven't got available, you know. So, like I say, he's only he's only played, you know, five rugby league games in, in 13 months. So there's still a bit of rust there. Um, you know, probably 
would have preferred you, you, you see him run the ball a little bit more tonight. But you know, again, I, I'm not quite sure how, how long that's going to take before he gets back in, into that and have that confidence. You know. Yeah, you think uh, Teamless Tuesday would reveal that Ryan Pappenhausen? Uh, I think he starts off the bench personally. Nick Meaney, I feel he will hold the fullback jersey down. He has been there for look 26 weeks up until the week just gone. Uh, I think they will get some value, some dynamism out of Ryan Pappenhausen off the bench. I think he can bring something from that 14 jersey that I don't think many others, if anyone else can, in that Melbourne Storm setup. But we will wait and see Teamless Tuesday tomorrow, of course, where all will be revealed. The Panthers and the Warriors, we've already touched on it to a degree. This one, no doubt, will be billed as the battle between the coaching stocks of Cleary and Webster. These two teams actually met in week one of the 2018 NRL Final Series. This one, uh, that one rather, was an elimination final. This one, a qualifier. Uh, For what it's worth, Penrith, they did prevail 27 points to 12 way back when, and they actually knocked the Warriors out of the final series on that occasion. The Sharks and the Roosters, of course, the Battle of Craig Fitzgibbon up against his old mentor in Trent Robinson. The question here for the Sharks, which no doubt will dominate the headlines this week and potentially uh, beyond the week if they can get through it, in fact, is can the Sharks win a finals game? They haven't won a finals match since 2018. Now, that was week two of the semifinals that season, coincidentally, against the Panthers. Since then, they lost in 2019 to Manly. They were then bundled out in an uh, elimination final down there in Canberra against the Raiders in season 2020. They didn't play finals footy in season 2021. And then last year, of course, they uh, went within a whisker of claiming the minor premiership only to then be bundled out in straight sets with losses against the Cowboys and South Sydney, respectively. So I think the Sharks, while they haven't been anywhere near what we have saw from them uh, this time last year, in fact, throughout the regular season last year, heading into finals, I think they will be uh, buoyed by the fact that they did play what looked like a semi-finals-type intensity against the Raiders in Round 27 on Sunday afternoon yesterday. Now, uh, they managed to keep the Raiders to just six points in that win, and that was no coincidence, uh, the best defense since round 12, where they beat the Knights 26 points to six. So if they can aim up again like that, the Sharks, the Roosters, they will have a fair test on their hands. For the Roosters, the question has to be, do they have the energy, the ticker, the momentum to be able to keep this run going? They have won six of their last seven games just to scrape into the finals. How taxing has that been? Can they find another gear to compete with the Sharks, to compete with teams beyond the Sharks potentially, uh, should they manage to get a win against Cronulla this week? Then, of course, it's Sunday afternoon footy at Newcastle at McDonald Jones Stadium. Hopefully, the weather is picture perfect because these fans the club, the whole town, it deserves uh, this occasion. They haven't played a home final since 2006. History suggests, recent history suggests, in fact, that they should be doing quite well against the Raiders. They have beaten them already twice this season, as I sort of alluded to before, and that was as recent as round 22. The Knights, they are unbeaten since round 17, looking to stretch that unbeaten run to its 11th week with a win over the Raiders here. Now, I put this up on the Instagram story at supercoach365 tonight. Before I hit record, I wanted to get uh, the listeners' hot takes, predictions for the final series, and it's a perfect segue of talking about the Newcastle Knights there because that is where 
everyone seemed to flock to at Rugby League. It says Rooster versus Knights Grand Final. Broncos out in straight sets. Blake Moore, he says Knights, uh, they will make a prelim and the Warriors, in fact, will be out in straight sets. Amani Budin says it's not a hot take as such, but the Knights, they will be winning the Grand Final. I think that is a hot take given uh, the bookies markets. We will check in with those at topsport.com.au very, very soon. Lachlan Hodson says simply, the Knights win with a trophy emoji. So plenty of people, including Jeff Lane and those others, think the Knights can go on a run to the grand final. Grant Parton, 88, says Panthers versus Storm, Broncos versus Knights in the prelims. So look, plenty of support, plenty of confidence around what the Knights are doing at the moment. It's hard not to agree. I think they've got that style of footy that will hold up under semi-final, preliminary final conditions. They get a good game, a good fixture this week against the Knights. And from there, destiny is in their own hands. Let's check in on those odds with topsport.com.au. This is for the outright winner before a finals ball is kicked. And it is the Penrith Panthers who dominate the betting at $2.40 with topsport.com.au. Brisbane, very close in the market as well. Uh, They are $3 to take out the premiership. The Melbourne Storm on the third line of betting, uh, you're getting 6-1 to odds for the Melbourne Storm. New Zealand Warriors further back uh, with $11 odds. The Knights, the People's Pick, $17.00. The Sharks and the Roosters at $26 each of two. And the Canberra Raiders, the rank outsiders here, 81 to 1. If you think that Ricky's Raiders can create history this weekend, uh, the Knights probably at the price there, $17. You'd be having a little bit of that. And New Zealand Warriors as well, $11. I think that's a great bet. If they can go, somehow go to Penrith this week and win, they're getting a prelim final at what will be a packed Uh, Auckland Stadium over there at Mount Smart. They're going to have a week off, and history tells us that the teams who win those first weeks, those first qualifying finals, generally that week off is so, so vital, so very important. They do go on to play in the grand final. You aren't getting $11 odds for the Warriors on grand final day. So that is probably the the way I'd be looking at it there, the Warriors and the Knights purely at the price, but $2.40 for the Panthers, very hard to beat. You do think if they do beat the Warriors this week. Jerome Luai, every chance of being a uh, consideration for team lists come preliminary finals week. Remember, if you are having a bet this final series, please do it with top sport. Uh, But more importantly, remember that you win some, you do lose more for free and confidential support. Call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Let's get into some of the NRLW action. We will recap the results from round seven of that competition. Of course, uh, each of these teams will play nine weeks and then they will meet up in final series uh what, what will align with the uh, preliminary finals of the men's competition. But rounding out round seven here, the Knights, 20 points to 12 victors over the Raiders. The Broncos, 32-28 uh, victors over the Sharks. The Dragons, they scored a big win. Uh, Jamie Soward's team against the Cowboys, 48 points to 16. The Titans snuck home against the West Tigers, who were depleted. No Kezi apps in that one for the Tigers, so missing their inspirational leader there. 16 points to four. The Gold Coast side ran out in the end. And Jess Sergis scored a double, rather, in the Roosters' win over the Eels but uh, was taken from the field with a hand injury. So all eyes on that there for the Roosters. They are the premiership favourites. They dominate the betting here with Top Sport. Uh, Look, sub $2 if you're wanting to get on the premiership uh, markets there for the Roosters. 
Uh, some good games coming up this week, though. The Roosters and the Knights, the teams positioned one and two as it stands at the moment. Uh, they do meet this weekend. Uh, let's go through the ladder very quickly. Uh, the Roosters, the Knights, the Titans, and the Broncos currently in finals footy positions. Of course, it is a top four system uh, just outside that top four as it stands. The Raiders, the Dragons further back uh, on six points. The Sharks, the West Tigers, the Cowboys, and the Eels are propping up the competition as it stands at the moment. So two more rounds left of the regular season of the NRLW then it's all eyes on finals footy. I think they play a semi-final, then the grand final. So uh, it is a short and sharp season, but quality uh, it has certainly risen uh, this season compared to those in years gone by. That's where we'll leave it for episode one of Rugby League today. Now, this is a podcast by Supercoach365. If you aren't already following, be sure to hit the follow button, like, uh, subscribe, whatever it may be, and follow us on the socials as well, at Supercoach365, and stay across our activity there. And no doubt, uh, we'll put up a couple of more questions and polls on our story throughout the rest of the week, leading into the first week of the finals. How exciting is it? Can't wait to bring you podcasts daily edition every day 7am set your reminders that's where we'll be Uh, we'll leave it there for today we'll catch you tomorrow